Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. We are in the house of testimonies. Listen to me. What we are doing, don't think that we are joking. Some people are laughing and that they are not doing anything. He said, when another person is testifying, don't get jealous. And don't say that God skipped me. Because you see, there's something about faith that will cause God to jump over a thousand and a million others to get to you. And faith is in what we are doing right now. Do you understand me? Faith is in what we are doing right now. The reason why you cannot tell the person what you are expecting to see is because you yourself, you don't believe. And if you don't believe, you don't have any hold upon which God used to make that miracle happen. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? So, listen, by the end of faith convention, everybody, you must determine that you are receiving a miracle. And how do you receive the miracle? By faith. You use your faith to work it out. You use your faith to work it out. And I'm teaching you how to use your faith. Amen and amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we are going to testify. Jesus said that I would die. The man testified before he even died. He said, I would die. And on the third day, I will resurrect. He said it so loudly and so, so, so rampantly that even his accusers knew it. The Bible said that when they put Jesus into the tomb, the high priest and the Pharisees and the leaders of the Jewish people went to see the, 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 the herald and said that this man said that on the third day he would resurrect, meaning they heard him when he said it. What have people heard you say? Nothing. They've not heard you say anything. Nobody has ever heard you say that I'm going to own a land cruiser. Nobody has ever heard you say that I'm going to have my own house. Nobody has ever heard you say anything. Listen, that is a problem. That is a problem. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, 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 chapter number 11, the verse number 3, the Bible says, by faith we understand that the wealth, the wealth, not that, it's plural, the wealth were framed by the word of God. The wealth were framed, the ions, they were framed by the word of God. They were framed, that word frame is from the Greek word katatizo. Somebody say katatizo. No, you, you bite your tongue as well, say, say katatizo. I mean, don't bite your tongue right here before somebody believes, amen and amen. But I want you to say to some them, because this is a key to a miracle in your life. Say katatizo. Look, that word katatizo means to mend. It means to frame. It means to mold. It means to uh, repair until it is as it is supposed to be. 
until it is as it is supposed to be. And when he was making that reference, he was making reference to what happened in the book of Genesis chapter number 1. The Bible says in the verse number 1 that God created what? The heavens and earth. The Bible says in the verse number 2, all of a sudden the wells that God had created, he said that the, the earth was, look at that, in the verse number 1, in the beginning God created what? The heaven and the earth. Now look at the verse number 2. And the earth, look at that. You see, heaven was left out. Now he starts talking about the earth. And the earth was without form and void, meaning it was empty and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God moved over the waters. Look, the earth was without form. That makes it look light. What it was talking about was that the earth was a chaotic mass. Everything was out of place. Nothing was in the place that it was supposed to be. Nothing was in order. There was total distraction. There was total negativity. Everything was out of place. Can we look at it from the Amplified Version of the Holy Bible? Look at that. The Bible and the earth, this classified Amplified Version. And the earth was without form and an empty waste. The earth that God created in the verse number one, it was now an empty waste. Now, when you do a little study into the, 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 the prophetic books, you realize that God, you see, God is a perfect God, right? God is a perfect God. And so, if He's going to create anything, He'll create a perfect thing. God will never create darkness. The Bible says God Himself is light. You understand me? He is a light. And in, there's no darkness at all in God. So if God is going to create a world, what, why will he create a, a, a dark world? So it was not how God created it from the beginning. But judgment had come upon the earth. And when you study the writings, you study the Bible in the book of Ezekiel, you study from Jeremiah, you study from Job, you find reference, and even some portions of the book of Psalms, you find references to what happened. God, judgment came onto the earth, and so God, God declared judgment on the earth. And when he declared judgment on the earth, the earth as it was then was capsized, turned upside down. Turned upside down. How many of you are going to buy uh, rice in a pot and you put a stew at the top? Amen and amen. You are going to buy rice before. Come on, please. Don't do like your dad. Master, I saw you at that junction. Yeah, my dear. I saw you. This is a truthful girl. Because she knows I have the pinches. I have a foot to cry. We took a selfie beside the rice cellar. <laughs> amen and amen. This some people, I don't know. I see somebody over here. You bought watchy. You're sitting by rice. And the, and, and, the, and, the, and the grass was on top of this. No, the salad was on top of the watcher. And then there were rings of gari and talia. For those of you who don't understand the English, talia is macaroni. And now it's spaghetti. Now spaghetti and macaroni, what's the difference? Uh, macaroni is what? Italian. You... Uh, see that? Ma- spaghetti is what? The long one. And macaroni is a, is a, is a, master, you don't know, you are looking at somebody's teaching. You, you keep quiet and learn. Oh. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. So who has further and better particulars? <laughs> One is for, <laughs> uh, please, edit this out, don't let it go online. <laughs> One is for you, Father Richard. <laughs> 
Glory to Jesus. Now, let's come back to uh, Genesis chapter number 1. Now, when you want to buy that rice or you want to buy that watch, and then you came to the house and now you wanted to eat in a plate. And so at the end of the day, you can size the thing. Was it looking as orderly as when the woman served it? That was exactly what happened to the earth. The Bible says that the earth was capsized. Before, 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 I was there when the before was taking place. The foundations of the earth were pillars of water. So, the, under all of the earth, it was founded upon pillars of water. So, when the Lord cursed the earth and it capsized, the water, the earth, the ground now entered, entered and the water came on top. That's why the Bible says that, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. The deep over there means water. It covered the entire earth. There was no area of ground. That is why when God wanted to let there be ground, He said, let us separate the water so that the water will go to one side and then the earth will appear or the ground, the floor that we know will appear. Glory to Jesus Christ. So just like the Talia now, maybe see, some of us, we went to an international school, so we don't like mixing the things together like that. You see, we like to eat, then we'll pull a little of the, of the talia and then a little of the gari, and then we'll mix it at one corner and then we'll eat. You see, because we know that maybe we cannot eat all. If we, if we mix everything, the thing, we can maybe preserve it. Amen and amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody is insulting me, say, well, you, are, you are the ones who have been spoiling the food. Mix everything and let us eat it all. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, that was what happened. The earth was chaka chaka. For those who are following us from the United States of America and UK, Chaka Chaka is a. You people are more than me now. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Everything was out of shape, nothing was in its place. The beauty that God wanted the earth to come with, it was all totally gone. And now the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter number 11 verse 3 that by faith we know that the wells, they were repaired. Oh my God. They were repaired by the word of God. The word of God began to work on earth. You see, that tells you something. You can repair your world with your word. You can repair your world with your words. You can catatizo your world. Hallelujah. You can speak a shape back into your world. Maybe you have seen that things are going on in your life and you don't like it. The way things are happening, they are out of order. The way you plan that your life is supposed to be, nothing seems to be falling in place. Everything is a chaotic mess. If you can use the power of faith-filled words, make prophetic declarations, pronouncements into your life, you will be begin to put your world back into shape. You begin to align things in your world. Tonight, for the next two minutes, I want you to begin to catatizo your world. Where do you want to see your sun? Where do you want to see your moon? Where do you want to see your stars? Where do you want the ground to be? Where do you want the water to be? What do you want to see in your life? Someone, did you have a vision? You have a vision. Is that something that you want to see in your life? You better start speaking it. Start testifying of it ahead of time. Jesus came to a messed up world and he made a declaration. Is it in the world that he came to, dead people don't come back to life. But he said that I will die and on the third day I'll come back to life. Did he receive it or not? 
Did it happen or not? I said, did it happen or not? Listen, you need to learn from Jesus. He's our role model. Today we are going to follow our master. I said, we are going to follow our master. Somebody say, hey, then are we going to die? No, I'm not talking about, I mean the way he did his things. Glory to Jesus. Are you ready right now? Amen and amen. Yes. That one, he has finished that one already. The rest is up to us. Say, in the name of Jesus. I can't feel you in this house. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Look, as you are speaking, I'm seeing the angels begin to take their place. Are you ready now? Yes, sir. Can you take advantage of an angel in this place? Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I can't feel you. Let your voice arise. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father. My father, my father. Tonight, tonight, as I lift up my voice in prophetic vision, every misaligned area of my life fall into place. Fall into place right now in the mighty name of Jesus. As I speak, let the angels of the Lord begin to work in my life, aligning things for beauty. And for glory, in the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice right now, begin to speak. Lift up your voice, begin to cut a begin to cut a begin to cut a Speak things, let the things become as they should. Yes, begin to speak it. Yes, begin to speak it. Yes, begin to speak it. Begin to speak it, Begin to speak it, but now. Thank you. 
Let the boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Out of the world, men will do to me. I am set on the cross and I'm a fuller. I am a success story. And there are no going somewhere for me now. Hey, I'm a shatire. A story of successful ministry. A story of creative matter. A story of self-confidence. Oh, glory. I am the ensemble of Christ. Of many, of millions across the earth. That is how you work on your world. That is how you work on your world. 
Do you know that the Bible says that God spoke and he said that let there be light. He spoke and he began to frame his environment. He began to frame the atmosphere. You can frame your atmosphere. I said you can frame your atmosphere. You can work on the atmosphere till it becomes the picture that you are looking for. The word catatizo means to perfect. It means to repair. It means to mend. It means to frame. It means to fix. It means to align. Listen, ethically, it means to strengthen. It means to complete. And make one what he ought to be. Where you are right now is not where you ought to be. But as you have spoken, so shall it be. As you continue to speak, so shall it be. As you continue to pronounce. Listen, I, I want to tell you something, Michael. Listen, next year by this time, the things that you have worried about, the things that have been thorns in your flesh, the things that you have struggled with this year, the Lord said I should tell you that next year by this time, there will be no more. Amen. The Lord said I should tell you that there will be no more. Amen. The Lord said that next year by this time, you will be an envious story. Amen. Your testimony shall be at one that people will be tapping into. Amen. Next year by this time, I don't know, but I said that as we are speaking, the Lord began to speak to me concerning you. And he spoke to me that there are certain things that have started coming upon your heart. But when the picture comes, you look at yourself and you say that ah, I'm too young. I'm too young. I'm too young. I'm too young. But hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Your age will not matter. Your age will not matter. Because it's going to work a work of transformation in your life. God has sent me to speak into your life tonight. And he says that next year by this time, the struggles that you know today, those struggles will be no more. You will see an upgrade in your life. Amen. You have been so desirous that you want to see the glory of God. You want to see God's intervening hand. You want to see situations turn around. The Lord says that that cry has been heard in the heavens. Amen. And he's showing you what to do today. Amen. The catatizo wisdom. The mystery of framing your world. The mystery of preparing your world. You can create your heavens. You can create your earth. And you can align them to become what they are supposed to be. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. So shall it be. Michael, come. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, from Michael to Michael. Uh, ah, is it the shoe that you are wearing? That is not the shoe that I saw. As you were walking towards the camera, I saw you wearing shoes. And the shoes that you were wearing were very classic, classic shoes. Very classic. I saw it white and black. It was as though white and black style be, uh, be very, very nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. And they looked high quality. Very high quality. As soon as I saw the shoes, the shoes began. Glory to Jesus Christ. But that's what the Lord is speaking to me. Listen to me. Hear the word of the Lord. He learned the ways of wisdom. The ways of wisdom are the ways of the spirits. Because the Lord said that there are appointed times and there are set times. 
And the Lord said that there is an appointed time that has been made ready for your elevation. That has been made ready for your lifting. That has been made ready for your change of level. Listen to me. Jesus said that when a man's feet are washed, it is enough. It is enough. When God works on your feet, the rest of your body will follow. What I saw in the spirit was that God has placed on you a new kind of shoe. A new kind of shoe. And it was glorious. It's because the way it caught my attention. Come on. How can you, you be at the back and your shoe catch my attention? Except the Holy Spirit is leading you. And the Holy Spirit is guiding So when you are coming, when you come, this time I will do an shoe. I mean, no. And so, uh, so me in my mind, I prepared it a bit in my mind. I catastrophed it a bit in my mind. But by the time you got there, it was, even the color crowd I have in my mind is totally different. But that tells you that it is what the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God. And hear the word of the Lord. Just like it was a totally different shoe that I saw you wearing compared to the one that you are wearing now. Lord said, that is how your life is going to be. A totally different work. A work of transformation by the Spirit of God. Receive grace. Receive grace. Ah, the Spirit of the Lord says that the wisdom has been imparted. And Moses laid hands on Joshua. Isn't Follow hard. Don't listen to the voices. That fight you're following. Follow hard. Because there is wisdom in that flow. I heard a scripture and Moses laid hands on Joshua and the Spirit of God just told me, hold on and understand the interpretation. Because I was going to go tell you the end of that word. But the Lord said that the beginning is what will initiate the end. The reason why Moses who lay hands on Joshua was because Joshua was a follower and he was a hard follower. Even to the point that when Moses would get out, Joshua would still be there. The Bible said that and Joshua poured water. He said, in fact, you know they called him Joshua, Moses' servant. The servant of Moses. The servant of Moses. That is why when he laid hands on him, there could be the impartation of the spirit of wisdom. And it was the spirit of wisdom that brought the testimony of Joshua. I'm speaking to you prophetically. Yesterday I announced you that there are three dimensions of consciousness that the spirit of God will be using me in this faith convention. Apostolic, prophetic, and teaching. I'm combining apostolic and prophetic right now. Because prophetic, I'll tell you the inspired word of God. But apostolic, I'll make a declaration over your life. And it will start by this word that I'm speaking to you, your future is being opened up. Amen. The days ahead of you are being opened up for your glory. Amen. The pain and the challenges of the days past, they have come to an end. Amen. I see water springing out of hard grounds. I see water springing out of hard grounds. I see it around his feet. And it is springing out of hard grounds. And no,
thanks to the Lord. The angels are here already. Oh, Michael. My microphone. The angels are here already. I don't know, but the angels are just moving in this place. There's a work is working in somebody's life. Somebody you are about to experience the glory of God. Let's leave them. Let them be. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Close your eyes. Lift up those hands. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Then let them be. Lift up your hands. Thank you, God. Mm. Yeah. It has started. It has started. From my left to my right. It has started. Right now. Right now. Right now. Take it. Take it now. Oh. Open up your spirit right now. My soul says. Yeah. One more. Two more. Them now, rest upon them now, rest upon them now, 
rest upon them now. The one that you have appointed, oh, unto this season of glory. Ah, look at that. They are stepping into it now. I saw your feet stepping into a pool of light. I saw your feet stepping into a pool of light. I just saw your feet stepping into a pool of light. I just saw your feet stepping into a pool of light. Right now, you are stepping in. Right now, you are stepping in. Let that glory move. Let that glory flow. Let that glory flow. Let that glory flow. It is going to be more than you can carry. More than you can carry. And listen, God is about to do a work in your life. Perform a work in your life. That people will hear and they will marvel. They will see and they will be surprised. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, by the count of three, let the glory be established. Let there be a settlement. One, Holy Ghost, look at it. It is getting stronger. It is wrapping around them now. Two, Holy Ghost, something is about to explode. Something is about to explode. Take it now. Take it now. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh. Oh. My soul. Lift up your hands, everybody. Wave me before the Lord. Live a shandala. Oh. Who is ready for the Lord? Say, Father Lord, Father Lord, my heart is open. Heart is open. My mind is ready. My mind is ready. My spirit is alert. My spirit is alert. To receive from you. Receive from you. Say, Father, Father any hindrance that the enemy has sent to stop, stop my manifestation, let it catch fire right now. In the name of Jesus, then nothing will stop me. Are you sure nothing will stop you? Say nothing will stop me. Are you sure nothing will stop you? Say nothing will stop me. If God finishes with you, you will be a sign and a wonder. Say nothing will stop me. By the power of the Holy Ghost, 
by the time God will be done with you, you will be a testimony to your family, a testimony to your community, a testimony to your home. Your brothers will celebrate you. Your sisters will rejoice in you. Your parents will celebrate you. All men will see you and they will see the glory of God. If you are the one that I'm testifying about, give the Lord some praise and celebrate him in this place right now. Wow. Look, that thing is hitting our online audience as well. Oh, Grace is here. My dear, is here. It's here. It's here. Take. Oh. It's here. It's here. It's here. Hey. It's here now. It's here. It's here. It's here. Oh. It's here. My God. It's here. The grace is here. Oh. The thing is here. The glory is in this atmosphere. Oh.
everybody close your eyes. I see light on the ground. And the Lord said that there are angels in this place. And the Lord said that I should hold everything because there are seven people that he wants to lift on angels' wings. Angels are going to lift those seven people. And it's on various locations in the auditorium. And it is starting now. Angels are going to lift you. The might, angels of might, angels of power, angels of glory. Ah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Come on, get ready. There are seven people that the Lord is about to lift into a place of glorious manifestation. Yes, from the front of the auditorium to the back. From the altar to the back of the auditorium. There are angels that are touching people right now. Spirit of the living God. Wherever they are, let there be an impartation. Let there be a touch that will bring their settlement. One. Oh, it has started. It has started. It has started. It has started. Some of them can feel something coming up to their feet. They are resisting it and they are trying so hard that they said that today they will not fall. <laughs> oh, when the overwhelming grace of God comes upon a man... Look at that. It is getting hotter. You can feel it. It is getting hotter. It is getting hotter. It is getting hotter. It's like fire is being set around your legs. It's like fire. All over the auditorium. It is getting hotter, I tell you. It is getting hotter. 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 And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, Bring them to me. My God, my God, my God. And they are coming forth. Ah, they are coming forth. 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 Ah, and they are breaking forth. Shall be unstoppable. 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 Look at them. They are breaking forth. Shall be unstoppable. I don't know, but the thing is getting wild in here. The thing is getting violent in here. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. They will look violent because they are taking their place. They will look violent because they are processing their possession. They will look violent because they are lands. Their places are being released for them. And their spirits are saying yes. Their spirits are saying yes. We must possess our possession. Their spirits are saying we will not let it go. Their spirits are saying we must take it. It is our time. I hear the sound of the spirit in my left ear telling somebody that it is your time. You can hear it. You can feel it in your spirit that the Lord is telling you that it is your time. It is your time. It is your time. 
that time to shine. Your time to shine. Your time to win. Your time to celebrate. And your time to be celebrated. Receive it now. Oh. Ah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh. All of a sudden, in the realm of the Spirit, I saw the Spirit of God in this place like a bird. And as he came, Laboshia Talavaya, I dare say, like the form of a dove. And when he came, he descended and he moved through the auditorium and he settled upon a person. And when he settled upon that person, this same bird became like a wrapper that wrapped around the person. That wrapped around the person. And the Lord said, I am raising somebody up into the Jesus order of manifestation. Into the Jesus order of manifestation. Into the Jesus order of manifestation. And I asked the Spirit, what is the Jesus order of manifestation? Because I know of only one Jesus. He said that listen to the sound of the name. The name means he says. And so the one who is receiving this impartation, you are about to become a savior. A savior. A savior of your family. A savior of your generation. A savior of your family. A savior of your generation. Look at them. He says, Savior shall proceed out of Zion. And I said to the Lord, let them come. And he said, climb up at the podium. For I shall cause them to come forth. I will bring them to you. I will bring them to you. Now wherever you are come forth, I call you out of your spirit. I call you out in the spirit. I call you out in the spirit. Come forth. Come forth. Come forth. Come forth. Come forth. I call you as an apostle. Come forth. I call you as a messenger of the Lord. Come forth. Come forth. Come forth. Come forth. Randy Kosai Dalavasta. Yes. 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 You are breaking through every limitation. You are breaking through every barrier. Spiritually, there is a struggle. But God is giving you strength to win. God is giving you strength to break through. Spiritually, there is a struggle. But empowerment is taking place right now. Divine ability. My God, my God, my God, my God. Oh, glory. Ay, 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 ay. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Who's worthy of our praise? Oh, he. Yeah. 
reserve for pronouncements. For he says that pronouncements will take them into their destiny. Precious Holy Spirit, take absolute dominion in this place. And let your glory be seen in the mighty name of Jesus. Celebrate the Lord. Take your seats in the presence of the Lord. If you can. Look, everyone who experienced the power of God, I'll pray for you. Before we leave this program tonight, wave your right hand to the Lord. Oh, ay, 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 That Henry has come and take over this preaching of yours. My, ay, 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 Come and shake me, come and shake me, come and shake me. Oh, Amashadalabakos. That's how God is going to cause one handshake to change your life. Minister to me, Lord. Teach me your ways and cause me to be more than a conqueror. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now give a mighty clap offering to the Lord. Somebody say the wonders of faith. Say the wonders of faith. No, your voice is too far away. Is it that this? I'm very far. Or say the wonders of faith. Wonderful. You are doing well. The wonders of faith. This year, the theme that the Lord gave us for this uh, faith convention is the wonders of faith. And yesterday, I started sharing with you on that subject, the wonders of faith. And I shared with you that in these end times, God is raising men and women of faith. That the real Christianity is about to be seen. Not the fake Christianity, which is a religious Christianity, a Christianity which is uh, which is which is uh, guided and guarded by certain practices which may not be spiritual. We are talking about a Christianity that empowers. True Christianity never makes a man timid. True Christianity makes a man bold. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as, as a lion. The righteous are as bold as a lion. And the only time you receive boldness is when the spirit of faith begins to work in you. When the spirit of faith begins to work in you, you become somebody who makes um, declarations uh, which are strong, which are heavy, which are, when you speak of great things easily. Is it the righteous are as bold as a lion until you 
understand faith, until you understand what, how faith operates, you cannot walk in the glory. You cannot manifest the power of God until you understand the operations of faith. You cannot fulfill what God has called you to do. The Bible said that the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. Habakkuk chapter number 2, the verse number 4. Romans chapter 1, the verse number 17. The just shall live by faith. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. The just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10, 38. The just shall live by faith. So to live by faith is what every Christian has been called to do. It is not an option. It is not something that you decide that, oh, I want to choose whether I want to live by faith or not. No. That is how he has programmed you as the just to live. Any other functionality outside of this is is, is, is in futility. It's a functionality of vanity. The Bible says that we are not of them that draw back. We are not of them that lose heart. We are not of them that cast away their confidence or that draw back onto destruction. But we are of them that believe unto the saving of the soul. So it tells us that do not cast away your confidence. Child of God, God wants you to understand. And God wants me to understand. And God wants us to understand that the end time church is a church that must be empowered by the word of faith. And so we are operating in the word of faith. We cannot save our generation. And so we are operating in the word of faith. We'll be subject to the elements and the principles and the doctrines and ideologies of human beings and of men around. But until we are empowered by the word of faith, we cannot save lives. We cannot change situations. But I see God raising a generation of men and women who are empowered by the message of faith and are living a life of faith and taking territories, working wonders, producing results by the power of the Holy Ghost. If you are one of them, I want to declare yes unto the Lord. And we began to explain what faith is. And I gave you a certain concept of faith, and I said that faith uh, is the ability to grasp the invisible. Faith is belief in the invisible. And I said faith is able to grasp the invisible, is able to think the unthinkable, and is able to receive the impossible or the incredible. Listen to me, if you're a man of faith uh, and you function in this faith, it will get to a point in time, people will not believe your stories. Not because they are not true, but they are too good to be true. They are too nice. They are, the way it is happening, they don't understand. Why would they understand? The natural man understands not the things of the Spirit. The natural man does not understand, understand the things of the Spirit. And Jesus confirmed that in Mark chapter number 9, verse 23. He said that if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Everything is possible. Everything is doable. Everything is achievable. Every dream can manifest. Every expectation is achievable. I pray that God will give you that faith and that capacity to believe so that your dreams will come to pass. 
I said, so that your dreams will come to pass. And as you study the Bible, you realize that faith produces wonders. Hebrews chapter number 11, the verse number 1. The Bible says that now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So over here you realize that the writer over there, the apostle, is engaging in a teaching. And in his teaching, the first thing he does in his expository message is to explain what faith is. Is to give a definition of faith. And say that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. From there, he goes on to give us a validity why the message of faith is important. So he said that for by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. Lift up your right hand and say, I will obtain a good testimony. He said they receive something that distinguished them. Yesterday, I read to you from the uh, message version of the Holy Bible that the, uh, the ancients, uh, our fathers of old, were what distinguished from the crowd. They were distinguished. They were elevated above the crowd. How? By faith. Listen to me. A man of faith is not an ordinary man. A man of faith is not just somebody who can speak boldly and braggadociously. He's a man that is followed with signs and wonders. He's a man whose life is characterized with the manifestations of the unusual. Wonders are seen in the life of this man. In the verse number three, he now begins to go further to tell us what faith has produced in the generations and in the ages past until he spoke about their current time which he was speaking which he was speaking to he said went right into the beginning where the world was framed he said by faith we understand by faith we are aware we know that the world they were prepared they were aligned they were repaired by the word of God God was able to use his word through his application of faith to mend and repair the world. So he went into the beginning, Genesis chapter number 1, and then after he has shown that the word and faith was able to affect the world, he goes down now, he comes down now to start talking about certain patriarchs. So he talks about Abel. Abel was the son of Adam and Eve. And the Bible said that he and his brother Cain, they both offered sacrifices unto the Lord. But the Bible said the sacrifice of Cain was rejected. Or God did not respect the sacrifice of Cain, but he had respect unto the sacrifice of Abel. The two brothers offered something to God, but one achieved success. One was respected. One was honored. The Bible said that by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. I told you yesterday, whenever you use more, it means that you are comparing to something. So his was compared to his brothers, and it was realized in the spirit that his had greater value. It was more excellent. And the Bible said, how did that happen? It was by faith. By faith, Abel was able to offer that sacrifice, and he was able to overtake his brother Cain in the respect balances. The Bible said, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, telling you that faith always goes with righteousness. God testifying of his gifts. 
God testified of his gifts. Listen to me. The things we offer to God in terms of our finances, in terms of our service, in terms of the things that we do in loving people, if we don't offer them in faith, if we don't do them by faith, they are not witnessed by God. Whatever you do, you need a testimony. And that testimony should not come from me. That testimony should come from God. The Bible said that God testified about the offerings of Abel. Can God testify about your offerings? Can God testify about your life? The only way by which that testimony can come is if it is done according to faith. If it is done by faith. The Bible says to extend that even though he, he died, he was still speaking. Meaning, I told you what was it? I was on Sunday and last week Tuesday. The men of faith, they don't die. Even though he was dead in the physical, because he was a man of faith, he was still speaking, even from his death. Listen, when you have left this earth, your voice shall still be heard. When you have left this earth, your impact shall still be felt. Why? Because you have learned to function by faith. He went further now to talk about another patriarch called Enoch and said that Enoch was translated. In other words, his position was changed. Oh, Bashatalabaya. Enoch was translated that he should not see death. I told you men of faith don't die. That he should not see death. Listen, that translation was talking about a rapture. If when Christ comes, those who be raptured are people who have faith working in them. If you don't want to miss the rapture, you need to understand how to function by faith. By faith was translated that he should not see death. Listen, you can secure yourself against death. Faith can give you an ability to secure yourself against death. That he should not see death. And he was not found. He disappeared. The man was walking. He walked so closely with the Lord. Walked by faith so, so closely that the Bible is telling you that one day he was walking, walking. He woke up in the morning. He was going to brush his teeth and he disappeared. The man just disappeared. He kept walking and walking and walked into heaven. He was translated. He changed positions by faith. And he was not found. Why? The Bible tells us why. Because the Lord took him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And so he goes for that to give us a little interpretation of what it means to please God. So in verse number 6, he said that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that God is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He is a rewarder of those that draw to him. Yesterday I was speaking to you about how we have entered into a generation where people don't seek the Lord. People are seeking what will please them. People are seeking what will give them something for themselves. But listen, when you seek the Lord, all of these things will be added. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. All the things that you are seeking. In other words, don't seek for those things. Don't seek for those things. Jesus said that the, the Father himself knows that you need these things. But rather, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What are these things that he was talking about? Food, water, raiment, clothing, shelter. He said, all these things shall be given to you. If you are going to seek 
serve the kingdom of God. Look, many people now, their needs, their present needs have become more real to them than God. They are more aware of their problems than they are aware of God. They are more aware of their situations uh, and, uh, and, and, and what they call reality in front of them than they are aware of God. But Jesus is telling us that it needs to be the reverse. That is how a person of faith works. A man who is not of faith or operating in humanistic faith, he says that seeing is believing. But the God kind of faith says that believing is seeing. Believing is seen. You have not seen the thing naturally, but you have a certain faith, you have a certain conviction of their reality. You believe even though you have not seen. And Jesus said, that blessed is he that believes even though he has not seen. Blessed. That means that happy is that person. That means that favored is that person. That means that fortunate is that person. Even though he has not seen. And yet he believes. And yet he believes. Then the Bible goes further. Now he talks about Noah. And yesterday I spoke about Noah. The man built an ark to the saving of his family. He had never seen rain before. He had never seen a cloud before. He had never seen a boat before. But something came into his spirit, which was a picture of a boat. And somewhere, somehow, he knew what to do. He knew the shape. He knew how to get it active. And that was what brought deliverance and salvation for himself and his family. The Bible Bible said that by that one act he condemned the world. He inherited righteousness, which is by faith, and condemned his generation. He condemned his generation. Listen, if you are if you don't become a man of faith, you'll be you'll be condemned with your generation. Because the generation will surely be condemned. The generation is surely condemned already. Glory to Jesus Christ. So the man was able to bring salvation as he diligently sought the Lord, as he was able to pick the signals of the Spirit in, of the Spirit in him. Then the Bible goes on to talk about Abraham, how Abraham lived with Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the promise. What promise? The promise that God said, I am going to give you an inheritance. And Abraham immediately saw that the inheritance was a city whose builder and maker was God. He did not see a city which he built with his hands. He did not see a city which he constructed by himself. If you read another verse, he says that whose design, the design and builder is God. The architect of Shalagaya is somebody hearing me. There is a city. Abraham by faith saw a city. And he saw a city which was designed by God. And not only was it designed by God, it was built by God. So he kept roaming in the land looking for that city. He kept, the Bible said that he and his children kept living in tents. They kept living in tabernacles. Why? Because he was seeing something. What he was seeing was a city that was already prepared. He kept holding on to this faith until he died. The Bible said that when he died, oh, down and down his generations, they went into exile. They were kept captive in Egypt for 400 years. According to the prophetic word that the Lord gave him, he said that your children oh, will, be, will, will, be, will, be, will be held bondage in another land for four generations, which according to Bible interpretation is 400 years. And truly, when you go to the, 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 the book of Exodus, you realize that indeed it was 400 years. The Bible tells us that when they came out of the land, God said, I am sending you to a land flowing with milk and honey. It was the same promise that the Lord gave unto Abraham. But Abraham not only saw a land, he saw cities. Look, he 
believe that thing so strongly that any I'm sure sometimes his wife will be saying that my, my husband, let us build something and be permanent at it. This traveling up and down, you saying that ah, I'm looking for something that God has shown me. I'm looking for something that God has given me. You see anything, you say, no, 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 this is not good enough. This is not what I saw. This is not what God told me. This is not what the Lord, the, the word of the Lord witnessed to me. And then he will move again. The wife was probably frustrated, must have given pressure. The man said that I will not listen to any voice. What the Lord has spoken to me is what I am holding on to. Brothers and sisters, can I ask you a question? What are you holding on to? Do you have a vision that you are holding on to? Is there a revelation that the Lord has put into your spirit? Abraham kept moving up and down. He sojourned in the land, Roman. When God appeared, when God appeared to Moses, and he sent him to go and minister to his children in Egypt, he said, I am sending you to a land. It was the same thing that the Lord told Abraham, a land. But Abraham saw a city. By the time they got to the city, they got to the land. The, the, the land had already been inhabited. And those who were in the land had built cities. So when they entered into the land, what Abraham believed came to pass. They inherited cities. They inherited cities. What Abraham believed manifested. Manifested. And you see, Abraham is truly a father of faith. And it's a dangerous faith. When he died, he not inherited the cities from earth. But in the realm of the spirit, there was a city waiting for him. That is why when Lazarus died, he said, I go to Abraham's bosom, Abraham's city, Abraham's street, Abraham's estate. Abraham's estate. Look, the man carried that capacity and he saw into the realm of the spirit. He saw where righteous people are going to go to. That is why Jesus said, I am going to prepare a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. He was also talking about cities. Buildings. You see, there is an inheritance for people of faith. For people of faith. Listen, faith is not an option. Faith is who we are. That is how our lives are supposed to be. When we talk about faith, it is not just about getting an answer to your prayer. When the Lord started teaching me about faith, I realized that answer to prayer is a very small aspect of the life of faith. He didn't say we pray by faith. He said that we live by faith. A prayer is part of our lives. As we are seated over here, we are supposed to be seated here by faith. As I'm preaching, I'm supposed to be preaching to you by faith. As you are listening, you are supposed to be listening by faith. And as you are doing that, you'll be receiving. You'll be receiving. You'll be receiving. The Bible says, not only was he looking for a city, God had told him that he was going to be a father of many nations. He was going to be a father of many nations. He was going to be a father of many nations. And at that time, he, he was getting old. His wife was barren. In fact, if you study um, uh, Genesis chapter 11, Sarah had already been declared barren. It wasn't only a matter of age. The woman was barren. Nothing did there. Nothing can happen. You can pour and pour and pour. Nothing will happen. This land cannot, no matter how much water is put there, nothing will happen. Glory to Jesus Christ. She had been declared barren. Not only was she declared barren, her age became a matter. The Bible says she was past age. But Abraham believed. And Sarah also believed. The Bible says by faith, Sarah was able to resist strength, uh, to conceive and to be delivered of a child. Counting him. Who has spoken to be faithful? 
Sarah received her miracle child, even though age was against her, even though biology was against her, even though her condition said that she can never give birth, but she counted the one who has spoken to be faithful. Hebrews chapter 11. The verse number 11. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past age. Because she charged him faithful who had promised. She charged him faithful who had promised. The woman believed the word of God. Her faith produced wonders. Her body, when her face started working, her body rolled back in time. When the Lord said that according to the time of life, which meant next year about this time, you are going to be carrying your Isaac. She, even though she laughed in the beginning, she believed the word of God according to Hebrews 11, 11. She counted him faithful. What happened was that supernaturally, the power of God touched her body and began to roll her back in time. And not only did she, was she roll back in time, the Holy Ghost began to fertilize the womb and that day, I'm sure just after God had left them, oh Abraham being a man of faith said, Sarah you know I'm a man of faith, and faith is action, do you understand me? Faith is action, so we cannot allow, oh my God, my God he said, baby get your walking stick and move from the back my God, my God, move your sister and push this in yourself. Glory to Jesus Christ. Lebedo Kosotelea. He said in he said, Father, according to your word. I don't know what people are excited about. I don't know what they are hearing that they are excited. Sporadic words. You see, it just tells me that you people know things. I don't know. Some people I don't expect to know things, but it's as though you know things. Eh. And the ones who have also done their face straight, they are dangerous. Somebody has spoken for you. He said you you are dangerous. He said according to the time of life. That meant that according to the the, the way of a woman giving birth. That meant that nine months from that time. If God has said nine months from that time, you cannot wait till tomorrow to do show again. Oh, somebody's not hearing me. Somebody's not hearing me. So he carried his weak and old wife and said that we have been dwelling in tents since then. So natural air, air condition. And on that day, you see, but that's the, that's the thing. You see, what we are saying, it sounds funny. But if you go beyond the funny, you see that they acted by faith. They acted by faith. And when they were in the midst of the act, the power of faith began to work. I am sure when they started, they had no libido. Sarah tried, the thing was still... Uh, it, it, <laughs> But right there, he said, do what you couldn't do before. <laughs> the rest of the story is <laughs> there was a testimony. <laughs> Somebody give the Lord some praise. 
People are trying to spoil my preaching, but I hope those who can understand me. How many of you have realized that sometimes when I'm praying for the sick, is it those who have been praying for, they suffer? Because when I finish praying for them, I receive hate, behave, behave, behave. And I say, stamp their feet again. It is in their obedience to the word that all of a sudden they say, ah, ah, ah. Why did they say the ah? It is because they were feeling the pain until this. The thing was gone. You see, faith, in the process of acting upon the word of God, sporadic manifestation. I don't know why you are excited. Joseph, please, when you finish, go and write a questionnaire and ask them why they are excited about sporadic. Glory to you. It is prophetic. Acting on the word. Listen to me. Some of you, God has told you that you are going to become a big time businessman. But you are still not even going to register a company name. They say that, oh, I'm waiting for capital. I'm waiting for capital. I'm waiting for capital. When God was going to create the earth, did he wait for sand? Did he wait for blocks? Did he wait for clay? No. You better take an action. You better take a step. Every little thing you are discouraged. No. Stop that. The cast not away your confidence. That's great recompense of reward. Glory to Jesus Christ. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Miracles started happening. Miracles started happening. You jump to the verse number. If you, as you study the Bible, you realize that it, the Bible tells us about many people who function by faith. The Bible spoke about Rahab. Rahab harbored the Israelite spies uh, and so and, and, and come them, even though it was at the peril of her life. It was a risky decision that she took. But somewhere, somehow, she believed that these people were her deliverance. Somewhere, somehow, she was able to tap into the deliverance, the salvation, and the prosperity that God had given unto the children of Israel. The Bible said that it was by faith. Now, a prostitute became the grand great grandmother of Jesus Christ. Faith changed her story. Listen, maybe you are here an imperfect person. You have committed all the sins that everybody can ever commit. I know you. I have seen you. And by faith, you can still become somebody that will be testified about. By faith. Listen, faith makes legends out of people. Faith makes men become men of supermen, men of wonder. Ordinary people can become supernatural. Faith. Oh, I wish we would understand this message better. Faith. Listen, you have no other option. After this meeting, you must determine yourself that I am going to become a radical person of faith. A radical person of faith. As I'm speaking right now, I am seeing people who own ships, who own lands, who own cities, who own properties, but they are not yet connecting with the faith that will bring this into manifestation. As I'm looking at you right now, I am not seeing you as you are now. I am seeing men who are full of glory. Men who have overcome the worst of darkness. Men who have brought economies to nothing. Men who can ride over every stone. How do you connect with where you are now to where you are supposed to be? The workings of faith. How can a prostitute become a great grandmother of Jesus Christ? Only faith can do that. 
Only faith can do that. What was he doing? He was recounting the wonders of faith. And then he went on to tell us about Moses' parents. How they saw the child Moses. And somehow, somehow, they believed at the peril of their lives. Because they said, I kill every male child. But they said, no, this child is different. They said, no, this child is different. There's something supernatural about this child. And they believe that even if they come and catch them doing this thing, saving this child, their lives are worth it. The Bible said that they put, they prepared a small baby cot, like a ship, like a, a small boat, and they put the baby in there, and they put him on the Nile. Now, according to Bible scholars, the Nile River was a crocodile-infested river. How did they know that the child will survive the crocodiles? By faith. By faith. Did the child survive or not? The child survive or not? Some way, somehow. I'll be telling you something if God gives me time. Some way, somehow. Faith brought the child back to nest at the, at the breast of his own mother. Faith is supernatural. Faith changes situations. The Bible says, Moses also caught faith. And so when he could have chosen to be identified as an Egyptian, he said about that he rejected the identity. Listen, faith gives you knowledge. He gives you insight into divine realities. It causes you to see beyond the natural. Faith is able to give you insight and perception into a future that has not yet happened. And yet by faith you can see it as now and real. He said, I know one day these Egyptians will be destroyed. I am a Jew. There's salvation for the Jews. The man had nobody to give him any prophecy. Nobody to tell him about any history. Yet he saw himself as a deliverer of his people. And God indeed did use him. He became a man full of wonders. Look at the, look at the place that he brought Egypt. The man now got to a place. He, he could stretch his hands and things began to happen. Faith made a man, an ordinary man, become full of wonders. The Bible tells us, in fact, the Bible begins there's so many testimonies and accounts. By the time we go to the verse number 32 of Hebrews chapter 11, the Bible says, and what shall we more say? For time will fail us. Look, the testimonies of faith are without number. So what more shall I say? For the time shall fail me to talk about Gideon and Barak and something and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets. Why is he talking about all of these people? Because they had amazing, wonderful achievements. And he's saying that all of them were achieved by faith. All of them were achieved by faith. Give me the verse number 33. What happened in the ministries and the lives of these ones? The Bible said, by faith, they subdued kingdoms. Oh my God. They subdued kingdoms. Listen, if you can be a man of faith, you can subdue kingdoms. The kingdom, a kingdom is talking about a group of people who have something in common. So maybe in your industry, at your workplace, in your school. In your nation, you can bring some, you can start. Look, you just don't go anywhere and then somebody tries to intimidate you and say, oh, I'm afraid, and then you come there, the other, Father, you see, God doesn't like those prayers. After today, we cancel all those prayers. Don't come to this altar and come and pray, Father, Father, hey, look at what they are doing to me. Look at what you are, you are, you are with me at all. Hey, Father. You are supposed to go and subdue kingdoms. Why do you subdue? Because they will put you. 
You don't subdue anything that is not opposing you. It means that the thing is fighting you. Or it's, 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 it's telling you that I will not submit to you. By faith, they subdued. They brought kingdoms under subjection. They mellowed them. They tamed them. Their champions became the rest of them. Joshua, Caleb, said, ah, let us go and take it at once. Faith doesn't say, wait, let me think about it. Faith doesn't say, wait, let me pray about it. Faith says, ah, let us go and take it at once. You have prayed for us. That situation that you think is supposed to kill you is bread for you. I said, that situation that is threatening you is bread for you. Those people that are insulting you, they are bread for you. Open your mouth and start eating. I said, open your mouth and start eating. If that situation that you are going through, that situation is what? What is it? What is it? Bread. He said, they are bread for us. No wonder the Bible said they had another spirit. They had another spirit. While the others were analyzing, we saw the Anakites, they were so tall. Hey, and when we looked at them and we went to stand by them, we were like grasshoppers. And they too, they looked at us and they said we were grasshoppers. The people too did not tell them anything. Grasshopper mentality. They were governed by what they could see. But these two, they said, I know. Let us go up at once. After this meeting, what are you going to do at once? I said, what are you going to do at once? What are you going to do at once? He said, let us go up, up at once. We will take the land. We will take the land. David saw Goliath. All the trained soldiers were trembling in their boots. They were shaking. Even the king himself, who was the tallest man in the whole country, could not, was, was shaking in his palace. He would not come to the, to, the, to, the, to the war front because he was afraid of Goliath. And Goliath would come and start speaking big and great words. He said, ah, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who speaks such great words against the armies of God? David had an awareness of who he was. He had an awareness of the kingdom he was a part of. He had an awareness of what God had said concerning the Israelites. He said that no uncircumcised Philistine, uncircumcised Philistine, means that they have not passed something up, can come and speak so roughly. We are the ones who are in charge. We are the ones who are in charge. Can I get some people who can understand that we are the ones who are in charge? He said that we are the ones who are in charge. Nobody can come to speak to us like that. He said, ah, look at all of you chickens. What would they give to the man who bring this man down? Do you know what that meant? It meant that in the eyes of David, Goliath was already down. Goliath was already down. If he wasn't down, why would he be asking where the Lord? The man had already struck down Goliath. It was just a matter of time. I told you that faith and patience inherit the promise. Faith and patience inherit the promise. Faith says it is time. When faith secures it, it's just a matter of time. Manifestation. Manifestation is a function of time. When faith has secured it, somebody's car just appeared in this room. Oh, somebody's miracle has just appeared in this room. Have you received it? Are you sure? Have you received it? No, no, I'm telling you what I see. As I'm speaking, as I'm moving right now, I'm seeing things deposited all over the room. Nagush Lay hold on it now. Lay hold on it now. Lay hold on it now. In the name of Jesus Christ. That was by faith. They subdued nations. 
They wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, they quenched the violence of fire, they escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness they were made stronger, they worked valiant in fight, sent to flight the armies of strangers and aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Look, he told the story from the beginning of time. And so the time that they were in, when they were torturing Christians, and he told us that they did not accept deliverance. In other words, the death that they died when they were being tortured, it wasn't because they could not be saved. They saw that there was a better place. They said, ah, if this is my escape from this world to go there, let me die. So when he, so the angels were there saying, ah, let me figure out the angels. They to touch you because they could see a better world. They will see a better word. The Bible said, not accepting what deliverance. Uh, they did not accept deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. What do you see? What do you see? What made all of these people special? It was because of faith. Faith is the substance of hope. Faith buys miracles which produce our testimonies. It brings us understanding of unseen spiritual realities. Faith sees the unseen. Faith perceives into another dimension. That is why I came by this definition that faith is like an app. It's a spiritual app that is in our spirits. Have you seen that whenever you go online or your phone is offline, you have downloaded an app onto your phone and you are offline. You don't get any notification. But as soon as you are connected to Wi-Fi or to the data comes on, all of a sudden, information starts coming. Where did the information come from? Before you turn off your data, the information was in there. But somewhere, somehow, when the data came on, the information started coming. Look, there are things that we need to know in the spirit that are a function of the time and the feeling that we are in. Our faith is what is able to pick those signals. Ask yourself this question. How did Abel know that it was the first place that he was supposed to get? Ask yourself this question. How? How did David know he could defeat Goliath? How? How did he know? The man could not even wear armor. He did not have a sword. Yet he said that I'll cut your head and I'll feed your body to I'll feed your carcass to the dogs. How did he know it, it would happen? How did he know? It was an information that came into his spirit from the throne room of God. Because there are things that God has made available for every child of God according to the seasons and the times of your life. When your faith is able, that's why I told you yesterday, when your faith is here, God will not say no. Because your faith would have received from heaven that this thing is doable. This thing is done. This thing is settled. How do I know when somebody is healed? My faith app picks the signal. Tonight, let your faith app come alive. I said, let your faith app come alive. I said, let your faith app come alive. How did no one know that this is how a boat should be built? The Bible tells us that Abraham heard the voice of God and his life was changed. He became a living wonder. By the time we get to the verse, verse 12, uh, uh, Genesis chapter 13, the man had become a wealthy man. How did he know that it would pay when he walked with God? It was faith. It was faith. 
faith is an, is an app in the spirit of any man. Gideon discovered an information from an angel and he turned him into a superstar. Now all of a sudden the one who was the least in his family and his family was the least of all the families in Israel now became the savior of Israel. How? The Bible says it was by faith. It's a time we talk about Gideon. So Gideon becoming an army general, the Bible in Hebrews 11 is telling that it was by faith. He picked an information that there's something in him. When the angel said, Thou mighty man of God, all of a sudden, grief became into his spirit. His faith up was what saw the angel. His faith up. There's something that God has placed in our spirit, and that thing is called faith, and it's able to access information from God. And those information begin to cause us to become superstars. It causes us our lives to become different. It causes us to become the ones who are celebrated in our time. Somebody, God, is about to open a certain door for you and people will start celebrating you. How did the four lepers know that they should go out of the camp? Their spirit picked up the prophetic signals that had been released by Elijah, Elijah, was Elisha, Elisha the prophet. Their spirit picked up is of a time and a season. Listen to me. If you are here and you are sensing that this is your time, that's your faith up announcing something to you. And notification has just dropped. If you are here and you feel as though ah, ah, something good is about to happen to you, it is your faith up. A notification has just arrived. If you are here and you can sense that your traveling opportunity has come, ah, look, your heart is opening up. Ah, your faith up is speaking signals from the Spirit. Speaking signals from the Spirit. Enough was picked up into heaven. He picked some information. Enough left. Elijah left. Jesus left. The mother has left. The church will leave. The church will leave. Every Christian has this faith up. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. For the next three minutes, listen to me very intensely. Look, this thing that I'm talking about, someone will say that, oh, how I wish I had this thing. How I wish I had this, this thing that made ordinary men into superstars. So that me too, I will become a superstar. I've come to announce good news to you. You have it. You have that act. You have that faith in your spirit. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. Therefore I say through the grace given to me. Paul was speaking over here. To everyone who is amongst you. He was speaking to Christians. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to. But to think soberly. As God has dealt to every man. A measure of faith. Now, when you read King James, this is not accurate. The King James version says that I have dealt to every man the measure of faith. That is it over there. The measure of faith. The measure of faith, meaning it's a unique quantity that God gives to everyone. In fact, isn't it? It's very straightforward. The Bible says, by faith we are saved. Right? We are saved by grace through faith. So it means that how many of us are saved over here? Are you born again? They mean that it was faith that saved you, so you must have some faith. Say I have faith. Say I have faith. Can I give you another proof? Can I give you another proof? Galatians 5.22. The Bible tells us about the fruit of the Spirit. In some theological circles, they say that the word Spirit over there is talking about the Holy Spirit. But you see, in the Greek, they, in the Greek, they don't have capital letters and small letters. It is in English that you have capital letters and small letters. So, when they wrote the word spirit, it can mean animal spirit, human spirit, angelic spirit, evil spirit, holy spirit. But you see, 
The things, because you see, people like to look down on ourselves. Men like to look down on ourselves. We like to see ourselves as evil and sinners and bad. That's why you go to a lot of churches where there are a lot of people and they say, we are born in your four and they say, Amen. Hey, Amen. I was saying yesterday, but in fact, they be Amen. Because people like to self-condemn. We like self-condemnation. We don't know that there is there for now. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ Jesus, there's no sin against you. There's no charge against you. God is not holding you accountable for anything. He has placed everything under the charge of Jesus. Jesus carried it all. Jesus carried it all. The thing that you went to do, the thing that you went to do, the thing that you said, what you did, you said that it has been laid on the charge of Jesus Christ. Do you know what that means? Now, that means that now you deserve every good thing. What caused you not to deserve has been taken away. So what stops you now? Say nothing stops me. Say nothing stops me. Say nothing stops me. So, in Galatians 5.22, the Bible says that the fruit of the Spirit, the Spirit over there, when you said in context, is called the Holy Spirit, the human spirit. He was comparing spirit to flesh. He was not talking about the Holy Spirit to the flesh. How can you compare the Holy Spirit to our human flesh? No, it's not a proper comparison. So he spoke about the works of the flesh, and now he's now talking about the fruit of the spirit. So he said, the fruit of the spirit is love. Say, I have love. Joy. Say, I have joy. Peace. Long suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. And what? Faith. So it means that that faith is already in you. That faith is already in you. Do you know the problem? You have not learned to use it. How many of you have realized that you have a lot of apps on your phone? Is there every one of them that you use? Some of you even the Google Maps, you don't know how to use. Everywhere you are lost. But when you go to Google Maps, say, take the next turn. In 200 meters, take the right turn. And continue in that direction for three kilometers. Some of you have apps. The other day, uh, I was with a certain brother. And we had a certain old picture. And I said, brother, can you do anything with this picture? I said, ah, Papa, this picture, the way it is, I don't think it's, I said, ah, are you sure? I think there's a will. And I sat down and went online and found an app that made the picture sharper. He said, hey, Papa, where is this? What did you do? You see, but it was also on his own phone. But he did not know how to use it. He did not know how to use it. Just like you have apps on your phone that you don't know how to use. But when somebody teaches you, you don't know how to use it and it benefits you. That is how you have the faith app. What you learn how to use it, benefits you. That is why we have in faith convention. Oh, how, can you not see yourself as a superstar in the making? The next Samson in the making. The next Gideon in the making. The next David in the making. The next person is going to turn the world upside down. The next Abraham is about to be born. The next Isaac is about to manifest. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Look, the faith up. Every Christian has to. Every Christian has to. That's why in Habakkuk chapter number 2, the verse number 4. Habakkuk chapter 2, the verse number 4. The Bible says that the soul that is lifted up in him is not upright in him. But the just shall live. By what? Read it very clear. By what? That means is that if it's a personal word, it's not just by faith, but his faith. Meaning every just person 
have their own faith. You have your own faith. Say, I have faith. Look, the way you are saying it, so you still don't understand what faith can do. No, I want to write an exam, and I, I mean, now as I was writing the exam, I knew I was failing the exam, but I had faith. Oh, I said, I had faith. I said, I had faith. Shakalabala. 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 When the results came, oh, I sporadically checked it. Oh, every now and then, every now and then, every now and then. And they had sporadically given me, I have passed everything. What are you talking about? People were asking, ah, the way you are sporadically organizing programs every time, and sporadically healing the sick, and sporadically saving souls, how can you sporadically be passing the exam? Because I have sporadic faith. I have sporadic faith. I have sporadic faith. Somebody give the Lord a shout and celebrate the Lord. I see the next victor manifesting. I see the next champion coming forth. Say, I am that champion. Say, I am that champion. Look, the devil is in trouble. The devil is in trouble. Your manifestation is going to shake the world. Your manifestation is going to change your family. You are going to bring joy into your home. Give the Lord some praise in this place. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.emenezaokolipa.com or call 0546-36-3957 God bless you.